Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 11, quarantine edition of Another Shitty Podcast. We are celebrating America's birthday this week. America is something that's very special to both me and Trent Bruce and to millions and billions of Americans around the world. We're going through some stuff right now, but I don't think that there's anything really more beautiful and that shows more love for your country than seeing what's wrong with it and wanting to change it because you love your country. So with that being said, let's get into this episode, and we'll see you on the other side of this song. And you know, when I was in school, we used to sing it something like this. Listen here. Oh, beautiful, far spacious skies, far amber waves of rain. A purple mountain majesties over the fruited plain. Well, now, wait a minute. I'm talking about America, sweet America. You know, God done shed on thee He crowned Yes he did Heavy brotherhood From sea to shining sea You know, I wish I had somebody to help me sing this Happy birthday, America! <laughs> it's our fourth Fourth of July edition of another shitty podcast. Twenty twenty, the year of the Lord. In the year of the Lord. <laughs> the year that the What's Lord up, has Nick? forsaken us is probably more accurate. Yeah. Oh man. Jolie says he's only here because Shane's here. Oh shit, Kadria's here. Kadria, check it out. Kadria did this one. Right there, boom. Beer tat? Yeah, it's Kadria did that one. Oh, yeah. So I can drink it right there. What up? Trent Bruce, tell everybody where you're tuning in from. I am currently in St. Louis, Missouri. Hey. Are you from the Lou and you're proud? From the Lou and I'm proud. Yeah, I just, uh, we got a lot to talk about, Nick. I just drove across the country um, to be here with with the family so surly badger says i'm just here to see if my question gets asked before we even start the show i'm gonna answer his question he said surly badger said why is trent so much better looking than nick and i'm just gonna say god is good i chalk it up to genetics 
genetics yep. and uh you know god is good dan's on here what's up dan good to see you buddy what's up dan can you see the people this time or no i can i actually can this time and we're not lagging either so this is a fourth of july hey. miracle it's a it's a hey. holiday miracle real time yeah so i think the reason i am better looking or so much better looking than nick is nick says genetics i say the grace of god and uh i also shout out uh, aria at victory barbershop i got my first haircut in five months so i feel i feel like a real man i feel like a proper proper man to be fair to yourself you looked better than me before the haircut <laughs> but now you look so much better than me i don't know about that um when you know when nick decided to do his ryan gosling place place beyond the pines haircut oh yeah oh yeah see i don't know i don't know i think that's that's got it going for me we got a lot of people <laughs> on here this is great yeah, we do. I think I just I just admitted something, Nicholas. He's in in a way. It sounds like it. So look at that. We've already got one uh, fan question. One viewer question. One viewer question, right off the bat. We've got a lot of people on here, and I just uh, for people that are new, maybe this is another shitty podcast. I'm Trent Bruce. I'm Nick Grace. And there's Nick Grace. We do this every Thursday at noon California time, and Julie says take the beanie off. Um, we do it every Thursday, California time, live during the quarantine. Um, yeah. You want to get into it? Yeah. I think... Should we start off with, uh, what's going on with our weeks or... You know it. You know it. All right. Count us in, Nick. What's, what's up, up with up your with week? your week? What's, what's up, up with, with your week? Your week? What's up with your week? What's going on with your week? <laughs> it's the worst. Hey. Hey, my mom. Is on my here. mom is on. Hey. Hello, mom. We were just talking about why genetics is proving that Trent's a better looking person than me. <laughs> That's not true. No, my mom. Um, my mom is a beautiful mom. I just didn't get any of the good looks. That's not true. Oh, uh, dude, uh, let's get into what's going on with your week, because you're not even in California right now. So, for the folks that haven't been paying attention uh, to my Instagram stories, uh. Myself and friend of the pod slash roommate of mine, Mark Richard, decided last week that we were going to drive across country, drive across the Southwest um, to come spend some much needed and much wanted time with our uh, families. And so we both grew up in Jefferson City, Missouri, or Jeff City as we call it. And his folks still live in that area. They live in Centertown which is like a more of a rural area outside of Jeff City. Pause. Yeah. It's called Center Town? Center Town. Oh, yeah. okay. Never mind. Not Center. No, Center. And um, 
And yeah, California is close, so we drove the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, and uh, so my folks live in the St. Louis area, and so yeah, man, we you uh, mean just get you mean just how deep do you want to go here? Say what you need to say. Say what you need to say. Um, are you a John Mayer fan? Jury's still out. Okay, ask like, me in I, ten minutes. I like John Mayer. Oh, your mom says her sound keeps going out. Mm-hmm. Is anyone else's audio or sound going out? It sounds good on my end. Sounds good on mine as well. All right, comment if you guys are having issues. So, <clears throat> we'll we'll get into it. So we plan this trip along the Southwest, and uh, John Mayer is also hilarious. Yes, he is. Um, sounds good here. Great, awesome. So, plan this trip, and the biggest reason, you know, to see our families, and, uh, you know, there's there's been things in uh, my family's life that, just in general, missing our families, but there's been things that have come up that it's like, you know, it was important to come home, and uh, same with Mark, but his is a little bit more of a surprise, so I'm not going to say that on here, just in case. I don't think anyone's on here, but just in case. And, uh, anyway, so that was the initial idea, and then, um, time was right, and we decided the safest way to do it, um, because of COVID, and, you know, this is to, you know, this is to each their own, but I felt the safest way to do it, at least, uh, in my mind, was to drive. Uh, I didn't want to do the drive by myself for safety reasons, and, you know, falling asleep at the wheel, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, so we decided to make a trip out of it. Um, didn't want to fly because you're essentially in a giant fart tube with circulated air, even if you're wearing a mask. Although I do think um, the airplane's got some insane fart technology because it, it doesn't smell for very long. We've talked about this before many times. I agree. There's some. There's got to be some kind of technology that's uh, like classified information um, in airplane seats that is a special fart technology because... It doesn't ever smell like a fart on a plane, but you know, every single passenger on that plane and the crew of the plane is just constantly ripping ass. Um, that's a fact. That's on Wikipedia.com. Mm-hmm. That's on that's on the White House.gov, and uh, <laughs> those are just facts. At the real Donald Trump, he he knows that. So, anyways, didn't feel safe driving by myself. Didn't. Didn't feel safe flying. Didn't feel safe driving and then staying in hotels because God only knows that, you know, who's cleaning the hotel properly. Right. So we uh, <laughs> we decided to drive together in the my 2013 Toyota Yaris and gets great gas mileage. And um, we stayed at campsites all along the way. Um and we decided to go through KOA, which folks that are like uh, into camping or outdoors know that KOAs are like clean, safe spots, usually like for families or people traveling across country. We saw a lot of RVs. We didn't see a ton of people in tents, mostly RVs. Um, you mean just go stop by stop? This is like super yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. So <clears throat> we left on Sunday um, early. We woke up at 4 a.m on sunday uh 
packed the car and we were on the road by 540. Um, another thing, we didn't want to pack the car the night before because the neighbor had her car broken into. And we're like, oh shit, well, this would be a this would be a spotlight on our car with all our gear in there. So we had to pack the morning of. We both had a lot of energy, even though I didn't sleep much. Um, so we did the first drive was from Los Angeles um, up to Sedona, Arizona. And Julie's on here on the podcast live. And if other folks have ever been to Sedona, go ahead and write it on the comments right now. Um, have you been to Sedona, Nick? I have. It's been years, but yeah. I had a cousin that absolutely, used to absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know, for someone growing up in Missouri and, and you in Michigan, we're used to farmland. We're used to like rolling, rolling green hills, and and that's pretty in its own right. Um, you know, every time I come home, I'm reminded how beautiful the Midwest is, and Missouri is definitely in the Midwest. Um, I don't know about Michigan. The jury's still out about that. I thought we were talking um, about the Southwest. So Sedona, Arizona, um, is absolutely beautiful. And I, I could spend, we could do a whole camping trip just in Sedona. Um, so very pretty. We hiked a little bit, got some good photos. Um, I did get a little chickened out once the hike <laughs> on this one thing. I was texting Julie. She knows what I'm talking about. Uh, Cathedral uh, Rock is what it's called. Cathedral mm-hmm. Rock. Mm-hmm. There's this one point of that uh, trail where you have to basically crawl on your hands and knees up a crack of this giant rock. Uh, and that's when I kind of bitched out right there. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't do it? I didn't do the I didn't do that part. I, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty afraid of heights and I'm not super confident with that type of hiking. And yeah, so I kinda I gotta go back. I gotta go back yeah. 800 feet straight up. Yeah, it's it's pretty gnarly. Um, so I didn't do that part, and I, that means I got to go back and do it. But mm-hmm. Sedona was gorgeous. Um, and then day one, where we rested our heads, was Flagstaff, Arizona. Um, have you been up there? Yeah, I had a cousin, George, who used to live in Flagstaff. That's actually why I went to Sedona as well. And I've been to Cathedral yeah, Rock. Oh, but cool! It's a it's a cool place. Every once in a while, you'll see a fuck ton of elk, and that's really cool too. Well, there there was a lot of signage for that. I actually didn't really see any um, elk or deer. Um, pretty much the whole trip. That was pretty bizarre because uh, we took some crazy roads. Like we would go, you know, three four hours at a time without any cell service. Um, do you see your mom says your hair looks nice? Yeah, she's trying to come to my defense. Okay. It does look nice. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, okay, so we rest her ahead in, in Flagstaff. Flagstaff is also gorgeous. The thing I liked about camping there as opposed to Sedona night one, the temperature is significantly cooler because it's uh, pretty high up in elevation. Um, and it's more of like a wooded area. And so we had, you know, fresh pine that we're smelling, which was great. And then the campsite was really nice. Um, the trip, the trippy thing about the first night, though, is that uh, Flagstaff is a pretty big touristy, outdoorsy spot as well as Sedona. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of people. Oh, really? Um, luckily, at our campsite, you're spaced out a, a decent, like a, a lot. Like you're not on top of each other. You have a lot of space so you know you can pull your car up and 
set your tarp down and both of us had tents and so um plenty of space um so I, I didn't feel weird about that it was just weird um and this is a this is a through line throughout my little journey on the show today is that the further east you go from california the less shits people give about coronavirus um and i know that to be true and also we were driving through a part of a country uh that is wanting to make america great again and i think they think that uh <laughs> masks are an infringement of their uh freedoms and so i mean pretty much every pretty much every gas station we stopped we only stopped at gas stations and uh campsites because we wanted to limit our contact with other folks uh oh and a grocery store one time um we packed pretty well but um Dude, pretty much everywhere else except California. I mean, there'd be some people that worked at these stores or gas stations that would wear masks. And most places had the plexiglass, but, like, what the hell does that really do? Um, yeah, man, people are in stores, gas stations. Um, outdoors, I don't really matter as much to me, you know, on your campsite. Like, you're in your area, I'm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were, get, we were getting looks for it. That was for sure. It was pretty interesting. Um, just how people's mindset is with all that. Yeah, you uh, hop out of the car with a mask on and a California license plate, and a Bernie Sanders sticker. Sounds so. sounds like a a uh, Charlie Daniels song. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Sarah said that's wild. People just don't care. It's true. Um, and not only do the citizens not really care, which is sad, but I mean, uh, it's hard for the citizens to give a shit when local and state government aren't really taking it that seriously. Um, so, I mean, with anything, I think that we should be taking it more seriously than not. Um, that's the one thing I, you know, people are freaking out about California shutting down again and LA shutting down again. But if the numbers are spiking, what else can you do? And so, I mean, Arizona, New Mexico, they're wide open. We went through parts of uh, Oklahoma and Texas, and these are like hot spots. We went through Amarillo, Texas, which apparently is like a hot spot for COVID right now because um, it's the mindset. And uh, I get it. People don't want to wear masks. I understand. It's not a fun thing to do. Uh, uh, A more important thing that I understand is that this is a global fucking pandemic and hundreds of thousands of people are dying in America. So it's like the least you can do for, for yourself and for others just wear a mask when you're in, in a public area. Work. So, all right. So you guys were stopping at gas stations, and last week, Flagstaff. How did Flagstaff end? So Flagstaff was pretty gnarly, because um, right around sunset the temperature dropped significantly. Um, it probably got down to fifty degrees at night, um, which I kind of liked. You know, you can wear a blanket and all that, and it's fine. Um, just as you leave your tent to take a piss or whatever, it's kind of cold, but it, it felt great to sleep in. Um, the only thing with that was, is in Flagstaff, we were up in kind of like a mountainous area. It was windy as hell. It was, uh, I didn't hardly get any sleep that night just because my rain cover, I had that on to, on my tent just to keep it kind of warm through the night, but it was like flapping in the breeze the it was like slapping the tent mm-hmm. all night mm-hmm. it was probably th- at least 30 a mile 30 mile an hour winds if not more um so that was pretty brutal 
night one. Um, but it was gorgeous. Like, that area is really pretty. Day two, we drove to um, <clears throat> Las Cruces. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is beautiful. Oh, I didn't know that. Your mom said that. I didn't know that about New Mexico. Well, we, we made it by... We made it through the whole country with complete ease. No mm-hmm. one stopped us. That's what I was worried through. I was like, I'm in certain areas where like they're not gonna like seeing the California plate with a Bernie Sanders sticker. Right. But uh, we made it. We made it. No problem. Uh, thank God. And so, um, day two was our drive from do, do Blackstaff. You, did you guys just have it in your mind you were gonna get your ass kicked if you got out of the car? <laughs> no, I didn't think that, but. You know, we're driving this car that's f- packed full of shit um, with, I don't know, Calif- the California plate thing and the Bernie Sanders. I was like, people really don't like that in certain parts of the country. It's fine, dude. There's people There's people like that everywhere. Just like there's people. Exactly. This is America. Exactly. We're all melting pot. and it, it, We're probably just a little cautious with that. But anyways. We've been watching what are you CNN gonna- too much. Yeah, okay. What's up, Sipka? Um, and so day two was Flagstaff to Las Cruces, New Mexico. Along the way there, um, so we saw Sedona and Cathedral Rock the day before. On the way um, to our New Mexico stop um, was amazing. So we our first stop was um, the uh, Meteor Crater National Landmark, which is this giant meteor that hit the planet um, 50,000 years ago. And it's they've uh, it's stayed pretty much exactly how it was. Um, there's other craters in the world that have, you know, grown over or this or that. Um, and they've, they've kept this pretty much just as a, a viewing site. Uh, it was incredible, dude. Um, they said the, the width of this crater was... 20 football fields side by side all playing a game and then the perimeter like a stadium the perimeter could hold over 2 million people it was nuts dude um so that was awesome and that was a shout out to matt carnes a friend of the podcast he gave us that um that tip because i told him where we were he's like you got to see this crater it was awesome and then right after the crater, we went to the Petrified Forest National Park. Um, and that was pretty awesome. We got to see a lot of giant um, basins and um, all these different sand formations and rock formations. Um, and that ended up at the Petrified Forest, which is these um, giant pieces of wood all scattered throughout that have been petrified for thousands and thousands millions of years so it's you know what that is it's like this uh, some wood that's essentially been crystallized yeah. almost into a rock yeah it's pretty gnarly like prehistoric shit it was cool um my favorite part of that park was this area called the blue mason and you can walk down through it and there's a like a paved uh trail there um and basically what that is it's these um giant deposits of sand and rock that are these like white mounds that have almost like a grayish blue strip through all of them. And it's, you know, like a different um, type of rock or mineral. Oh, I think I lost Nicholas here. Are you back? Oh, sweet. 
Um, yep. So the blue blue Ma- blue mesa was awesome. And then I'll try to be kind of quick because I'm taking all the time. <laughs> um, that was day two. And day three, we were we were driving from Las Cruces, New Mexico, which that town was fine. The campsite was beautiful. We woke I woke up to a sunset um, over this mountain range that was gorgeous. Um, so we drove from Las Cruces, New Mexico, to uh, Elk City, Oklahoma, and um, on the way there, we we wanted to check out. Uh, White Sands National Park uh, in New Mexico. Well, before the trip, Google and uh, the the website itself said the park was closed because of COVID. And we're driving by; it's all it's on the way there. And oh, sorry, I woke up to the sunrise. The sunrise. <laughs> um, we were driving there, assuming it was closed because that's what the website said. And it's along our route, so I was like, dude, let's just pull over and check it out. So we pull over, see the doors open, we go in, we're all excited. And the girls working the visitor center told us they opened up the park uh, the day before. That was the first day they opened up. And so we were like, oh my god, we were so stoked. And so, um, what's up, Jose? And so we drove into White Sands National Park, and I, I sent you a bunch of photos, and I posted some. Um, have you been to White Sands? I never went. I only drove by it. So it just got its... It was a national landmark, and it just got its national park status last year, hmm. um, which is pretty cool. Um, that was by far the coolest thing I saw on the trip and probably the coolest thing I've seen uh, in nature in general. Um, you drive into this uh, national park, and it's a loop of the road. It's an eight-mile loop. And um, basically, it's, it's this deposit of, uh, I forget what mineral, um, but basically it created these giant sand dunes that are bright white. Um, and you're free to, like, hike on them, walk around them. Um, kids were sledding down them like it was uh, snow. Uh, that was surreal. So that, that was really cool. Uh, and Mark and I decided to walk around part of it uh, barefoot. And it's crazy, it didn't feel like the same kind of sand on a beach. It wasn't as grainy or hot. Um, it was very cool um, because there's a, the groundwater is pretty close to the sand dunes. Mm. And so there's moisture. It wasn't like wet, like muddy, but you could tell like it was a little more give to the sand. Um, because uh, tens of thousands of years ago, there was a giant lake where the sand is now. Um, it's still, there's still a lot of moisture there. Uh, that was cool. And then, uh, we drove to Oklahoma, um, through the tip top of Texas. Um, a lot of Oklahoma and Texas is just farmland, but there's a lot of it too, that it was beautiful rock formations and plateaus and that was gorgeous. Um, and then pretty much the drive from Oklahoma to Missouri was a whole lot of nothing. It was just, so <laughs> that was the day that we, that was day three. We just kind of kept our, or sorry, day four. That we kind of just kept our head down and, and drove. Um, but yeah, man, I'm home with the folks in Missouri now for uh, a couple weeks. And uh, I'll still be doing the podcast, which is great. Uh, but dude, I, 
We slept uh, three nights outside. One night, I didn't sleep with the uh, tent cover on because it was about 90 degrees, 80, 85 degrees at night. And we had a nice little breeze going in, in Oklahoma. Um, there you are. You back? Nicholas? Yep. yep. Well, I took off ha- half the podcast for that, so... That's what's going on with my week. <laughs> it's a pretty fucking kick-ass week. It's amazing. And Yeah, dude. Uh, lack of a better word, I'm jealous. It's inspired me to want to go camping myself, and then hopefully in the next couple weeks I will. Um, yeah. What's going on in my week, the reason why I can't pin down what days I'm going to go camping. By the way, if anybody has any ideas for some somewhere that you actually can that is open in California that you can do like a couple days of camping, type it in. Let me know. Um, our restaurant got shut down again, as did all the other restaurants in Los Angeles. So I don't really know what my schedule is too much. Luckily, we, a week ago, put up a patio in the back parking lot of our restaurant. And Governor Newsom, I wish I could come up with some sort of fucking insult for his last name like Fartsetti, but governor newsom is allowing restaurants to operate outside so we're gonna we got 10 tables outside and that's what we're just gonna roll for dining for yeah you can't dine in you can dine out outside okay so are you still doing to-go orders then yeah we're still gonna do to-go orders so the restaurant's still gonna be open but i was working nights Maitre d'ing, and now I will not be. So they gave me a taste, and now it's over. So, so yeah, we got notified. We got notified. And most of the folks on here are in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. so they know too. But uh, I was on my uh, day two of my trip driving to Missouri when uh, they notified that L.A. had shut all the bars down again. Um, so I was like, perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, farts heady. Oh, frustrating. Fart I don't know if I'm more frustrated with uh, I don't know if I'm more frustrated with Gavin Newsom's fucking scumbag ass or the stupid people in this country who just refuse to follow guidelines to not get people killed. Well, yeah. I hate yeah, you all. I mean, <laughs> so much. the The beaches The beaches are closed um, mm-hmm. in L. A. this weekend. Yep. And um, we'll see what happens, man, because. Um, you know, people are going to do what they want. And um, yeah. the sad thing is that that affects other people. So They they also um, canceled all the... Oh, he put together a task force whose job it is to search, to literally go to restaurants and try to shut them down for something that they're doing wrong. He announced that yesterday. So there's a fucking squad that's just going to roll from restaurant to restaurant to try to shut you down. Wow. Just fucking so annoying. I get annoyed with it because as a customer, first of all, our restaurant follows all of the fucking rules you could possibly follow. We're so by the book with it. And to shut us down, that gets frustrating because you're lumping us in with the restaurants in Van Nuys who are just like operating as if nothing's going on. So that frustrates me. But I also get frustrated... By, from the standpoint of if you're a customer and you walk into a restaurant and you don't feel comfortable there, leave. Yeah. Leave. 
Yeah. It's that it's that fucking simple. No one's holding you hostage in a fucking restaurant. So that's that actually happened yesterday, so we're all kind of scrambling to figure it out. Um I wanted to give a shout out to friend of the pod, Brandon Erickson and uh Callista, his his uh special lady friend, because they helped me tape an audition last week and neither of them had really done that very much, I don't think. But uh Yeah. God it was so fun. It was so so nice. fun. And the audition went great, so thank you guys. Um, I got a half marathon coming up on the Fourth of July. That's the only plan that I know for sure that I'm doing. Wait, um, you, I haven't. You haven't told me about this. What is this about? So shout out to the Grand AC Run Club. It's my. It's the run club that I'm a part of. We're doing what's called a virtual half marathon. So everybody signed up. We got a T-shirt, and we're just going to record on our phones our run. And we're just going to run it wherever and however we get our 13.1 miles. So. And you're going to run that all at once? Yep. I'm hoping to do it. Have you done Have you done a half marathon before? Yeah, a bunch of times. Just Damn. Okay. While, while doing the, the training for my documentary, that I, I ended up doing it a bunch of times. So I'm not worried about it at all. The only thing I want to make sure that I do is I get out before it just gets way too hot. So I'm going to try yeah. to leave at like 7 a.m. But it's the 4th of July, so before I run, I have to slam a beer real quick. That's just the rules. <laughs> oh, you're doing it on the 4th. Mm-hmm. On the 4th of July. Damn, dude. Good for you. But that is, uh, that's the only plan I've got for the 4th. If anybody forgot, the DMV still sucks a bag of dicks. They are the worst. I, um, my, my particular vehicle that I have, that I bought... I had it for about a week before the government shut us down, and I had gone and gotten a smog check, but I never got my reg- my registration figured out. Mm. And I didn't know that when you get your smog check on your car done, you only have 90 days to then go to the DMV and say, hey, I got my smog check on my car done. Now, mind you, the DMV gets sent a certificate from wherever you get your smog check done, and so it's in their database that you did it and you passed. But they won't acknowledge it until you show up and say, here it is. So it defeats the whole fucking purpose of this. Goodness sakes. The DMV gives you 90 days to then register your car. The DMV was shut down fully for two and a half months and then sparsely for still. It's still shut down sparsely. Yeah. Open in some spots and, and op- not open in others. I went there on the 100th day, and they were not willing to work with me on that, and I had to go get the car fucking smog checked again. Now, the reason that fucking frustrates me is because when you get your car smog checked and you pass and you get it registered, that smog check is good for two years. Logically, you would think that if I passed it and 90 days has gone by... It would still fucking work because 90 days is still way less than two years. But the DMV doesn't fucking care. (laughs) So I had to get my smog check done again and then go repay for registration. So I think everybody gets this is a common theme for this podcast that Nick hates the government. And I continue continue to hate the government in all levels and at all representations. So this is probably a good time to segue back into Nick's back on his coffee game. 
Hey, what's the deal there? What changed your mind on that? This is actually um, decaf. But I did have my first coffee, real coffee, yesterday with Coffee Club. I thought it was the first of July. I went a full month without it. felt good. So I said, we did it and we're done. And that's what's up nice. with my week. Hell yeah, bro. Good on you. Um, what do we got? We did my week. We did your week. And now it's time to go all the way to Missouri to Mr. Trent Bruce, who's standing outside with the weather report for Missouri. Trent, how's the weather looking in Missouri, a plain state, not a Midwestern state? Oh, sorry, Nick. We got a longer delay because you're in California and I'm uh, in the Midwest in Missouri. And uh, you know what? It is damn hot here today. Uh, humidity is at 2,000%. Uh, if you walk outside, it's like going on a sauna. And uh, it's probably in the 90s. And uh, it's really hot and muggy. And don't really miss that about, you know, this part of the country. You know, it's not really entertaining. We're talking about the weather. We could be talking about anything else. Um, send it back to you. Thank you, Trent, for that fantastic <laughs> weather report. No one does the weather like you do, Trent Bruce, and we love you oh, for it. Oh, God. Oh, my God. And now it's time what to get into the news. We got we got some news. And that's it. News and that's I'm gonna it. Over, well, we got... Um, we got news and then listener questions. Did you get oh, any listener right. questions? I got a grand total of zero from real people and five from robots. Nice. Um, let's, um, yeah, let's get into um, This Week in Basketball with Nick Grace. This week in basketball, Michigan State gets a little victory during the shutdown. We have a commitment from Imani Bates, the greatest high school basketball player of all time, wants to play wow. for us. Does that mean he actually will play for us? Probably not, because who knows if basketball is even going to be a thing moving forward. But it's the thought that counts. This kid is <laughs> six foot nine. He's 16 years old. And he is the first sophomore in high school to win National High School Player of the Year. Whoa. So there's a 16, 6'9", 16-year-old that's out there just crushing 18-year-olds. Like he could still grow. He could still grow. And he's a guard. He's not a, he's not a post. So he's, he's like a shooting guard or a small forward. It's, it's exciting. This dude's... The real deal, he'll probably never actually suit up in a Spartan jersey, but he did say if he's going to college, he's going to play for us. So that's fucking great. <laughs> and most importantly, he's not playing for Duke or the University of Michigan because then we would have to riot. I don't make the rules. Those are the rules. Vince Carter in the NBA is retiring, very sadly, but also he could have retired years we all knew ago. This. Yeah, but he's we officially all... retired as of last week, and 
what a fucking awesome career that that guy had. Absolutely incredible. And he ran the gamut from every single role that you can play within a team. The young rookie, yeah. the MVP candidate. He never won an MVP, but he was one of the best players really? in the league for a long time. Oh, the super exciting slasher, then the elder statement, and then kind of like the bench guy who's there to just kind of help out with the squad. So he did he did it all. It was uh, <laughs> It was pretty great. What does Mark say? He says, yeah, people told me I would still grow after my sophomore year, too. <laughs> R.I.P. to Mark's height. R.I.P. <laughs> but oh one thing God. that Mark did have, Mark Sipka, friend of the pod, did have as a sophomore in high school was more effort than anybody else on the team. Nobody else tried. Mark tried really hard, and I love him for it. Absolutely love him for it. And that ties into basketball. So... J.R. Smith is going to join the Lakers, which is hilarious. This is great. J.R. Smith is going to be on the same team with Dion Waiters, JaVale McGee, um, who else? Dwight Howard. Well, Dwight Howard's not even going to play. And LeBron James. LeBron James is just going to be surrounded. Rajon Rondo, he's going to be surrounded by the... Some of them are actually idiots, but like some of the weirdest people you could possibly be surrounded by, and he's going to be stuck in Florida, the weirdest place. Is I get a kick out Dude, of this shit. I can't believe J.R. Smith is back in the news for basketball. It's crazy. It's it's nuts. And if anybody has forgotten, the last time we saw J.R. Smith in the NBA, he was on LeBron James's team, and he lost the game by getting a rebound that he could have just put right back up and instead dribbled the clock out and <laughs> they lost the game by one point. That is J.R. Smith. Henny Smith. The Bill, Bu- the Bill Buckner of basketball. Actually, it's, it's even worse. It's even worse because oh, yeah. Bill Buckner was at least trying to do the right thing. <laughs> um, Rudy Gobert, who you might remember as being the first NBA player to test positive for the coronavirus, has claimed that he still doesn't have his full sense of smell three months later, which means that this shit is fucking crazy, and please just wear a mask and don't get sick. Even if you're healthy and young, just try not to get sick. It just doesn't seem that was, to be worth That was it. the full co- coughing all over the microphones and stuff? Yeah, that was the that was the dude who was, who was joking around by coughing on microphones and touching them all and stuff. And The next day they were like, oh yeah, you have it. You asshole. Wow. If you need one more reason to hate the French on America's birthday, that's one. Even though it's really about Britain. Fuck the, <laughs> fuck the red coats, too. All right. And then since we last spoke, 25 NBA players have tested positive for the coronavirus, which is, I think, 7% of the league. And everyone could be like, oh, it's only 7%. The league should still happen. I think people that think like that don't realize that this is a disease that gets spread by being around people. They they really shouldn't do this league. It sounds like they're going to press forward with it. I guess if somebody gets sick, they're just going to, like, kick them out of it and just sign some D-League guy. They're just going to replace everybody with... Eventually, we'll be down to Legos players or something. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't seem worth it. Again, props to them for trying, but just don't do it. I don't know how you're going to do again for the millionth time. I don't know how you're going to do any professional sport safely during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, you got anything else, Breda? 
that's it for this week in basketball. So we're going to send it over to Trent Bruce for this week in riggedy, 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 riggedy wrestling. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I wasn't ready. That's okay. He wasn't ready. Oh, no. This is really just because of the time delay. It takes a long time for the for the airwaves to get there. Alright. This that was the best theme song ever. Wasn't that Stone Cold? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh this week in wrestling um is sponsored by Shane the Guarantee Leary because I hit him up for wrestling news because I've been out of the loop for about a week. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. We've got AJ Styles, who um, they had a tournament for the Intercontinental Championship because uh, Sami Zayn uh, didn't want to participate in WWE because of COVID. He had to drop the title. They had a tournament for it. Um, AJ beat um, uh, AJ Styles beat Daniel Bryan for the title, so he's the current champion. And I guess they've got um, AJ. Facing Drew Gulak uh, on SmackDown, which I thought uh, I thought Gulak or Drew Gulak was released, but guess not. That's pretty cool. Um, Who is Drew Gulak? So, I, that's a name I've never heard you say before. He, he he was a guy who's been through a lot of indie promotions and other uh, smaller companies, and I think he's old friends and, and he's worked with Daniel Bryan a lot. Mm. They both are very similar uh, wrestling styles, very technical. Lots of holds, lots of uh, uh, joint manipulation, lots of, uh, it's more of a technical, it looks more like uh, Greco-Roman wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um, So they try to present it in that kind of sense, rather than just slamming people or throwing people on the tables. It's more of a technical um, style, which is pretty cool. Um, So AEW wrestling is putting on... Uh, their Fighter Fest pay-per-view, um, but they've decided to do it um, within, I believe, two weeks. And so it's it's airing on TNT, actually. They're not... Um, it's like a free pay-per-view instead of Dynamite, which is pretty cool, which is their weekly show. And uh, uh, John Moxley is their heavyweight champion, and he was billed to fight Brian Cage, who is like the newest uh, big name in AEW. Um but uh, his wife, Renee Young, who's a on-screen personality for WWE, and John Moxley both uh, contracted COVID. And so they're having to delay that fight into uh, the middle of July uh, for the fight for the Fallen uh, pay-per-view. Um, so we're seeing more people, and he's a big name, we're seeing more people in the wrestling world get it. No surprise there because this thing isn't political or doesn't, pick who it gets it's a it's a virus what? <laughs> so that's sad that that's that's sad that they got it and it's going to be delayed hopefully they'll find they'll be fine and it'll come out okay um well also um the that pay-per-view is going to be um they're going to raise money for covid uh for that pay-per-view so that's pretty cool and then uh, i was told that tony khan who owns aew um the khan family has uh, put a lot of money, millions of bucks, to COVID relief, which is awesome. 
Um, they've kind of done the opposite of what WWE has done, and then they've been very outspoken about this thing is real, and we're going to take it seriously. So that's great. Um, also, Randy Orton's kind of having um, a big push right now after all these matches with Edge. Um, Randy Orton's been around for a while now since yeah. we were kids. And third generation superstar. His dad was a wrestler. His grandpa was a wrestler. Oh, I didn't um, know that. He's kind of yeah, and he's from St. Louis, which is cool. Um, they have re um, kind of refreshed one of his storyline gimmicks from back in the day of being Randy Orton, the Legend Killer. And so he um, basically, you know, these big names that are um, uh, in wrestling, he he like takes them out. Um, and so one was Christian, which is Edge's tag team partner. Um, him and Ric Flair, you know, bullied up on him and beat him up. And then uh, Big Show is probably the next one on the list there. Um, but that's a fun gimmick. And, and Randy Orton's very entertaining. He's very good at ring psychology. He's very good at storytelling. People, you know, say he's older and his matches are boring because he's not doing a million flips and all these bumps and shit. Yeah. But he, he, he knows the industry and he knows how to tell a story. Um, so I actually like what they're doing with Wharton right now, and he's a great heel. Um, yeah, there's always stuff like going Randy on. Orton. I was I, he was one that yeah. always surprised me that he never made the transition to to Hollywood because he seems like he could have like, done it just like Batista and just like The Rock, and I mean not to that level a, of The Rock, but yeah. And he's a good looking dude. I mean, and he's in shape. Yeah. Um, he's got the look. Um, but he, um, oh yeah, he brought bought a private jet during COVID. That was pretty crazy. Um, Who did? Randy Orton did? Orton did, yeah. He posted about it. Um, Good for him. He's done some movies, but they've been like straight to DVD type movies. like Such as um, Santa's Sleigh, which wasn't him, but was a Gold- Goldberg. Yeah. There's a couple other things in wrestling, but we only got nine minutes left. So let's. Uh, I want to send it over to Nick with This Week in Hip Hop. <laughs> Nine in the streets, niggas riding in the streets. Try the police, then we stop and repeat. I done seen this like a hundred million times. Shout out friend of the pod, Wale, and that song from the EP that dropped like last week. You talked about it last week. I just finally got to listen to it and I really enjoyed it's it. It's good. I really yeah, enjoyed it. And and you know, I my biggest takeaway is like how cool it is to have such a master of your craft that shit can pop off and then a week later you've got it's not technically an album but it's essentially an album's worth of songs about it i think that's exactly that's really dope it's a really good album it's called uh what's it called again the imperfect storm the imperfect storm it's very very worth well worth the listen very timely yes mm-hmm. uh what else you got for hip-hop nick oh i i, I what else we've got in hip hop? Friend of the pod, Paul Coffin, country music star. We're switching over to country. He dropped a song last week called "America," which is also very timely. And oh, I need to listen to it. I haven't listened to it yet. It's a very good listen. Um, if you know me and and Trent Bruce, you know we're very big fans of him. Because um, not only does he put out amazing songs but he just seems and appears to be a very good person who's got his head on his shoulders and and uh this particular song is is about kind of coming together and and realizing mistakes and 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 fixing shit 
And so it's, yeah. it's, it's really good to listen to. And that was another song that just kind of got slapped together right away. And it's, it's well worth the listen. It's well worth the listen. And that's all I've got really for the, for the music world. You got anything? Awesome. No, we've got seven minutes, and we've hey. got a handful of listener questions I would love to get to. Why don't I uh, um, Why don't I toss them to you, and you answer them? Sounds good. This is from Shane, the guarantee. How did Mark pay for the ride? Ass, grass, or gas? So Shane's referring to the, uh, crip, the trip across country. Um, so how did Mark Richard pay for that? What's up, Mikey? Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say D, all of the above, plenty of grass, um, all of all of the gas, and uh, we don't need to talk about the ass, but let's just say. I think by saying that he paid with D, summed it right up. All of the above. All of the above. <laughs> this is kind of playing so into it as well. Um, who was oh the big spoon, God. you or Mark? Also coming in from Shane, the guarantee. Yeah. Shane's got a lot of questions about the intimacy of this trip. So uh, Mark's older brother, Alan, um, who I'm going to roast his ass, went idiot with this. He he gave Mark a tent. He said, oh, for sure, you both can fit in there. We did a practice run of uh, setting up the tent on Saturday before we left. Yeah. And we were like, we were very close to each other, um, close enough to make a baby. So I said, nope, we can't do this. I bought my own tent, so we had separate tents. Um, Going back but to... I'm, but, I'm, but I'm always the big spoon. I'm always the big spoon. That's the answer to that. All right, all right, all right. Let me ask you... I'll ask you the next question. Wait, I wanted to ask this one because it's because of who it's from and how it was asked. Okay, all right. This is coming from Matt Carnes, who asks the best questions. Yeah. The way that he poses these questions is the best. Matt Karn says, two trillion galaxies in the universe plus 20 billion Earth-like planets in our galaxy equals question mark, question mark, question mark? What's your I mean, response? There's a definitely intelligent, intelligent life other than humans. There's for sure aliens. Um, if that's his question, yeah. What's your answer to that question? Um... I can't do that math, but it sounds like two trillion, there's twenty billion there's, there's, possibilities for aliens. Yeah, there's for sure aliens, bro. That's what I would say. Um, twenty twenty. What's next? I know meteors was a was a big choice for a second there, but what's do you next? think we're gonna get a biblical? Or do you think we're gonna get a biblical yes. type? Yes. 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 Like yes, locust. I, nope. It's going to be biblical, but it's not what you think. Santa Claus is coming to town this Christmas for real. That's what's happening in 2020 to close us out. Wow. To close okay. us out. If, if that is what's happening at the end of the year and we actually get to see St. Nick through our chimney, then, I, then I'm down. Hey. I'm totally down. Yeah, locust is happening. Frogs, I know. Uh, everyone's firstborn son. Um what else? Oh, this question's for me. Um, all right. From Mark Sipka, or uh, actually, I'm sorry. From Arnie, best frog splash of all time. The best frog splash of all time, that is a wrestling move off the top rope where you essentially 
uh, jump off the top rope. You hit the guy on the mat with your chest to his chest. It's usually devastating. Um, because of my time that I got into wrestling, I love Rob Van Dam. I thought he had a phenomenal frog splash. Um, but to me, he gets number two. Um, number one goes to the late, great Eddie Guerrero. Um, yes, I know, Mac. I was leading up to that. <laughs> Eddie Guerrero's frog splash was fucking incredible because he would get so high off of the top rope and he sold the hell out of it. Um, always grabbing his ribs afterwards in pain and it always looked like the, you know, a, a great finishing move to a, to a match. So I think Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero to this day has the best uh, frog splash. Okay, and then uh, Sipka question. You mean just read it to myself? I'll do I it. Can. I'll do it. Have you found okay. hair in your food, blamed the waiter, realized it was your beard? From Mark Sipka. Okay, so your audio cut out a bit, but I'll read it again. Um, have you ever had found hair in your food, blamed the waiter, and realized that it was your beard hair? Um, I haven't done that before, um, but I'm sure I have consumed food with uh, facial hair in it. Um, that's not a that's not a brag. That's just a that's just part of the uh, that comes with the territory here. I've got um, got a lot of hair on my face. <laughs> Uh, and then we've got one more question from Jolie that, that sent it to me here on the Instagram Live. Are you ready, Nick? Ready. Okay, Jolie said, Nick, how much pasta are you going to eat the night before your half marathon? And Trent, what kind of pasta will you be making for Nick? I, I'm not going to be eating any. I almost never do. Really? So, yep. I'll be... Well, if I were to make you pasta, I would um, I would make... A bolognese, and uh, I like rigatoni. I really like rigatoni. They're like beefy, big noodles. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bad Italian because when I'm eating noodles, it, they all just seem the same. They are the same. So the shape is the only difference, and so I don't. It doesn't matter to me. So I'm a spaghetti bad, is like my bad Italian. Spaghetti is like my least favorite noodle now. Oh yeah, Samantha says, "What pasta is the shit?" Very Italian, yeah. Too Italian. I'm not saying it's not good. I just don't eat it. I think you need to carve yourself up, bro. I will, uh... Oh. Yo. We've got a couple more things, Nick. What? A couple more things. Huh? Um, Happy early birthday to my stepdad, Al. Yeah. His birthday is on July July 8th. Mm Mm-hmm. July 8th. Also, happy birthday, America, on Saturday. July 4th. And then, and then you want to share the last happy news? Yes, a very special congratulations to our friend in real life and friend of the pod, Chris Shea and his now wife, Lauren Shea. They got married yesterday at 9 a.m. on Zoom at the beach. It was beautiful. Um, it was I, I know uh, Mark Sipka was there. He got to see it with Austin. And, and not like they're there, but uh, uh, also on Zoom. On Zoom. And... Um, I teared up. It was it was so great. For those who don't know yeah. who Chris Shea is, he is the best human being I've ever met. He's probably he's honestly probably the most sincere and like nicest person I've ever met. I mean, he's got the most 
giant heart. I'm getting choked up just talking about him because I'm so happy for the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so happy they got married. And uh, <laughs> uh, they were supposed to get married in September. And because of COVID, they had to push it back. But they decided to actually tie the knot. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have a uh, future ceremony in um, next year. And uh, Mac is right. Yeah. Uh, if you see the comments, uh, I'm going to officiate Mac's wedding whenever this this uh, coronavirus is over. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I've just been hell emotional lately. We got 30 seconds, Nick. All right. Well, before we get out of here, the love of my life, Lolo Jones, I just wanted to say congratulations. <laughs> you have, <laughs> you have uh, she has a new dog in her life. Unfortunately, that dog is not me. <laughs> It's an actual dog. Um, so c- congratulations. This has been another shitty podcast. We love you guys. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next fucking week. Happy birthday, America. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this edition of another shitty podcast, episode 11 in the quarantine. This is the week of the 4th of July, 2020. Go shoot some fireworks, eat some burgers, drink some beers, celebrate America, love one another, treat each other right. Take care of your health and others. It's crazy shit going on, but we can do it. Uh, you can find us anywhere where we can listen to podcasts. That is on Stitcher, Spotify, um, Apple Podcast app. Just type in another shitty podcast or Nick Grace and Trent Bruce. I'm sure you can find us there. Subscribe, like, share. We're on Instagram as, as well. We'll see you next time every Thursday at noon California time on Instagram Live. Peace. Listen to the cries of the people People that are working every day America America Seeing lines red, black and Let's learn to forgive